Hey, did you know that? Wait, hold on, hold on. Mountain Dew has BVO in it, which is, uh, what is it called? It's uh, it's an element. Yeah, it's an element element found in flame retardants. That's good. Nice. (laughs) Nice deer. (laughs) Studies suggest it can build up in the body and can potentially lead to memory loss and skin and nerve problems. (laughs) FDA spokeswoman said it's safe in limited amounts. When I see an adult drinking a Mountain Dew, I automatically just think that they are scum. Yeah. <laughs> you are just walking trash. <laughs> like, I don't care. You can be in a Bentley. If I see you with a fucking Mountain Dew bottle, you're one sick fucking human. Dude, it, it speak, like, honestly, Mountain Dew is the Donald Jr. <laughs> of sodas. <laughs> And the Mountain Dew code red is Eric Trump. <laughs> that is the most accurate thing I think I could portray Mountain Dew as. Welcome back to another episode of Papa Don't Preach. I am here with two of the best hosts in the game, Zan Mostow and Obi Kamafuna. Oh, yeah. And, uh, there's Mitch Keith. There's Mitch Keith. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome back. Uh, how was the weekend for everyone? Mitch, what did you do? Hopefully it was better than yours. Um, <laughs> you started Doesn't this take off, much. You started this off real well. Like a real piece of shit. Uh, rile them up. <laughs> uh, didn't do much. Um, went and helped my parents uh, put on their Christmas lights. Well, it's that time. Yeah, it was that time. So we did that. Um, had a little pizza while we were there. Came home. Went to bed. Sunday. Watched football. Went to bed. Dreamt about the Dodgers winning the World Series. It was good. Hey. Zan, how was your weekend? <laughs> Uh, it was good. We got a we got a Christmas tree. Isabella was very stoked. She's a big fan, um, big fan of it. And uh, my parents also got a giant dumpster to just start <laughs> clearing out a bunch of a bunch of stuff at their house, which um, I'm, I've been wanting to help with for a very very long time. My dad my dad uh, has an issue getting to things at times, so sometimes things. <laughs> don't go away but <laughs> we were making good headway it was oh, good great. found some found some good old photos and some some cool little things oh man uh, i love finding old photos i love yeah. finding old photos yeah definitely some gems does it doesn't it feel like a there's like a piece in your life you just completely forgot about until you see this photo and it just paints a whole picture about that time and like your mindset you're like holy shit that moment i forgot about it yeah yeah <laughs> They they kept trying to also pawn me like trying to get me to take my old trophies. I'm like, no, we can just throw them away. <laughs> I don't need the trophies. Oh, oh you gotta flex okay. on your daughter. You gotta put them in her room. Yeah. Like, this you gotta... <laughs> right. Make, make her failures. <laughs> make her wrecking. Walk in that room and see that she's currently a failure because she does not have any <laughs> awards like that. You see what? None of those are participation trophies, okay? None of that shit. <laughs> oh man, those are like all my trophies. All my trophies are participation. <laughs> oh, that's about it. What about you, Obi? Um, 
my weekend was really really good my i i really liked my weekend it was hectic but i thought it was gonna be a lot worse because you know we went complete stay at home up here went to the park it was all caution taped off so i was just walking around the block and you know what's crazy is how the whole all the streets are like empty too at night like there's no one out which obviously for good reason but i just me and the bozo watched a bunch of movies watched a bunch of movies uh we dj'd on my ipad uh, <laughs> i was teaching him how to, to get on the wheels of steel does he scratch yet that's all he does. It just he's <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all he does. He doesn't really understand the concept yet, but it's nice to familiarize him with the controls and what they do. And uh, he's been playing with it since, you know, people are like, don't give your baby screens. I was like, well, you've never been a single parent. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, but he's been on the wheels of steel since he was like nine months old. And I've gone in from I've got it from you know just pressing buttons to now he knows how to load on a song and how to stop a song and play the other side. Oh, there you go. There so you go. He like understands that part, which is cool. What's yeah. his DJ name? Yeah, I've been working on it. I think DJ Bozo, DJ Bozo would be <laughs> really DJ Bozo. Uh, I, I I I just really like it. I, I really really like it. I, I second that. I second that opinion. That's yeah, support. As long as he doesn't come out in a clown suit. <laughs> no clowns. I, I want to get that as his like his sign off too. Like DJ Bowser. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. <laughs> but <That's> amazing. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we we didn't we didn't get get to do much, you know. Uh, actually, up to eighty five Californians are instructed to abide by the stay at home order until after Christmas. Only eighty five so, of us. Yeah, that's I guess eighty five percent. Eighty five percent is non essential. Eighty percent of Californians are non essential. Um, retailers are limited to twenty percent. Uh, you know, this is the tipping point of this disease. Even those rules are all over the place. I'm not sure how I'm going to be moving forward. I was supposed to fly down to LA on the 23rd. I'm driving down on the 19th and I have to drive my car back up and I was going to fly down, but now it just seems stupid if I get on a plane. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it is frustrating and confusing with, you know, especially with Garcetti said, it's like, don't drive or ride a bike or do anything or go anywhere. Uh, unless you are going to do outdoor yoga or some shit like that, um, yeah. which is, which is one of the things. It's like you can do outdoor yoga, but not go ride a bike. Yeah, it's it, it's weird. I mean, I'm I'm retreating it as if it was normal lockdown again, trying to prep grocery wise to the extent to where we're you know not running out of things, but not mm-hmm. you know, but not you know storing a bunch. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's weird because it's it's still going to get worse. I know it's uh, Korea is about to hit. They're they're uh, they're hitting like another wave right now. I just read today. So uh, yeah, I mean Thanksgiving, the you know the post Thanksgiving surge that will hopefully not overrun hospitals, but where it's looking like that is yeah. happening. It's yeah. upon us. Amanda, yeah. Amanda was just saying she was she went to the uh, market yesterday and she was saying that they're back to rationing on what you can get uh again so looks like we're starting all over 
do you guys feel kind of I don't want to say like don't you guys like embarrassed? Isn't this embarrassing? Yes. It's so fucking embarrassing. You know, I I can't believe we're back here and what was it? We got twelve hundred dollars from for the year. <laughs> we got a twelve hundred dollar stimulus check. Still haven't gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get they I didn't get mine. I didn't get my stimulus check. It went to Liz. Uh, we had the family one. So you know, she just kept that money. <laughs> Gotta raise the baby. Oh, She's in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. My government, my government sanctioned Chisib. <laughs> All you at home, the Chisib is that thing they take out of your paycheck. Oh, child support. <laughs> the hell is Chisib? Like Chisib? What? I don't see that on my W two. Yeah. <laughs> what is this company Chisib? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, fucking the Senate's fucking us over, man. I, I, one thing I hate seeing right now is there's this video that was circling around online with, uh, for the Pineapple Saloon in Sherman Oaks. The woman who owns it, you know, she put up, uh, the woman who owns it, she put up this video, posted this video of her preparing for a protest for business to stay open and for government assistance. And they told her, like, back in the day, you can't have indoor dining. So she spent all this money creating an outdoor dining in a tented area in the back parking lot that she had to also rent. And they say, hey, now you can't do that anymore. So she goes to her restaurant to grab some markers and like get ready for this protest. And she, uh, a movie set for, I think it was She's All That Too, all with like TikTok stars. I think that's no. what the movie was. I'm not making that up. I think it's, <laughs> I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it was she's all that too. Uh, the movie that was set up, and they and they set up all these tents for outdoor dining and for holding areas for the movie. And this woman was destroyed in this video, and she's like, "I can't like this is this is a slap in my face." And two sides of this, I'm pissed that people were sharing the video like. Fuck Gavin Newsom. Like, this is bullshit. Garcetti needs to get his shit together. Like, this is not called for. And I had the other side where people are kind of like, well, it's a business, you know, send her some money, keep her open. There's different, there's a contrast there with movies. They have a controlled environment. Television shows, quote, these guys are getting tested every three days. They're kept apart. Like, the, it's, there's protocols set in place in a restaurant. You don't know if a motherfucker drove over here from flew in from Alaska or drove in from Utah. Yeah. <laughs> it stops yeah. at a restaurant. You can't tell. You don't know. This is random. But man, the Senate is bugging. It's 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 dangerous, man. I don't understand. I really don't understand it. And it's um, it it's it's gonna hit us. It's gonna hit us harder. I mean, it's just going to continue to hit us harder. And uh, it's. It's, uh, I just, I feel for everyone that, that it's, that's, you know, that's yeah. going through it. I mean, we're all going through it in, in, to different degrees, but like, it's fucking over some people. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's yeah. But it's, our people are fucking over people, though, by continuing to just go out and do whatever, don't give a fuck. And, and we, we're literally just going in a fucking circle. That's all we've been doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some friends of ours uh, were in Georgia, <laughs> and like, and shouldn't have gone anyways. But um, they were they they were taking around Atlanta, and everyone's out in Atlanta, like 
bars are open, restaurants, no one's wearing masks. It's just, it's like a normal day. Um, I hope people turn up to vote. It's going to be necessary. I hope oh, they don't fuck. Get yeah, sick. man. Speaking of that, you guys check out. I know Mitch, we got we got to do a live. I, I don't know how many more of these wacky rallies he's gonna do, but we gotta cover that thing live. <laughs> Trump's George Klan rally was off the rails. He opened with a video, like this video of OAN and Newsmax talking about how they're stealing the election, like a bunch of propaganda. Everybody outside packed in, not wearing masks. Like it was insane, and everything out of his mouth was nutty. It's it. it. I texted Obi, I'm like, dude, the amount of lies that have come out of his mouth since such just a short period of time. And it's bad, man. It's <laughs> you know, you have all these people cheering for him, and it's just like you guys do zero do any does anyone do like any research? I mean, there's a reason why nothing has passed in like everything in court is just like a <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> next next, n- next case. <laughs> like yeah. you have no <laughs> zero zero evidence of all this fraud that he is the only one really claiming and it's just like the fact that that's what people are believing i mean if there's zero evidence and you're going to the highest freaking courts come on <laughs> it's, it's simple it's, it's it's real it's super super simple but whatever i can't i can't i can't <laughs> it's out of control it's out of control like it is dangerous i have never seen something so funny and so dangerous you know mm. it's like a orange swirly dr seuss gun it will still kill you but it looks ridiculous you know you <laughs> just can't have you can't just not look at it and chuckle but i i don't understand i remember uh zan you brought this up like you earlier in uh, earlier podcast you were talking about how you don't feel bad for these people not but like how can they not, not everyone yeah not everyone but like how could they not understand what's going on like how can they be susceptible to all these lies and now i'm kind of in your boat i'm like all right at this point you guys need to get your fucking head out of the fucking sand like come on i, I just don't yeah. understand like like I'm just like, what, what, what the actual fuck, man? <laughs> like, uh, whatever. But yeah, it's going to come. That's why we need the Senate. That's why we need the Senate. Oh, the uh, speaking of the, still something that might get murdered by the Senate. You guys saw the house pass the more act. Yeah. You know, marijuana opportunity, uh, revisitment and, uh, expungement act. Right. Is that it? Perfectly said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, the reinvestment and expungement act. I, I tripped over myself. Thank you. Uh, but it's nailed it. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to die in the house, but or the Senate, you mean? I mean, die in the Senate, but Loeffler and Purdue got to go down. Yeah. If it's Republican controlled, it's going to die in the Senate and then it will have to be reintroduced. I mean, that's why I, I, I didn't really look into it because I saw they, they're doing it. I'm like, okay, cool. This isn't going anywhere in this current situation, um, but it's good to have it on record. You know, are we going to keep pretending like Republicans don't smoke weed? I know plenty of Republicans; they it's, all smoke weed. I don't get it. Again, I don't get it. I don't There's get it. So I know much George money Bush, to be made. George Bush was a cokehead smoking pot and drinking, and like I. Marijuana. <laughs> Fool me once. 
<laughs> well, you, you well, you ain't gonna get fooled again. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, is a charming war criminal. Oh. Yeah. Oh that my is, god. That is my favorite. Sixteen seconds of George. <laughs> my favorite is my favorite is when he got the shoe hurled at him and he dipped yes. him twice. <laughs> you know, first shoe came in, just he was like, "What the hell?" And the guy threw another one. He just like ducked right under, and I was like, "Damn." He was smirking also. Yeah, he was just like, this motherfucker just throw a shoe at me? Have you, Dude, I want to turn your whole country into a parking lot. What the fuck are you doing throwing shoes at me? Honestly, who throws a shoe? <laughs> Have you seen uh, George W. Bush's paintings, though? That he does yeah, the I don't rest? give a fuck. Yeah, I saw, I've seen his paintings. Hitler drew, uh, he painted dogs. Oh, this war yeah, criminal he, paints flowers yeah. and houses. And that's the thing, too, is like, why are we glorifying terrible art? Just because it came from this dude, right. I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. Of course you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise! I'm gonna get you that for Christmas. You're gonna get a a authentic W for your bathroom. <laughs> get that. Get it signed. You send it my way. Um, okay, guys. Well, I do want to talk to you guys. Uh, about something that in our main topic, I, I had experienced this weekend. It kind of brought me back. I was trying to feed the bozo and he just wasn't having it. And I knew he was hungry. And sometimes I switch it up. I'll, sometimes I'll make him a gourmet meal. He'll just like, you know, housewives, that thing right off the table, like real housewives, smack it across the room, make a scene. And sometimes he's all about it. So I've just, I've been trying to just say like, oh, this is what you're eating. If you're not eating this, you're not going to eat. And I remember when I was a kid, I had like, I never liked peas. Peas and carrots are something I never liked. And I think it was the idea of it. Now that I'm older, I like, I don't really care. But when I was a kid, I was like, oh, gross. And my mom would make me eat those peas and carrots. I remember one time, whoo, I had, I took about all my peas and carrots. My mom wasn't looking. I put it in my pocket. And <laughs> I was like, I, I ate all my food. And she's like, all right. And I got my little Neapolitan ice cream sandwich. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Got away with that one, but I didn't have enough. I like wasn't smart enough to realize that this like hot peas and carrots would just bleed through my pants. <laughs> and so my mom thought I pissed my pants. She's like, "Did you have an accident?" And I was like, what? "No, no." She's like, "What is this?" So she's like, "What is? Did you spill something?" And then she like grabs it and it's warm. She's like, "What?" And she's like, "Look in my pocket." And the look on her face, like, "Oh my god!" I saw I saw all six years of my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he knew then he fucked up <laughs> it was over it was over so uh that's what i want to get into today i wanted to get in feeding our kids what you guys feed your kids what you ate when you were growing up what's the best diet we can put our kids on and i want to get your hot takes and kind of dive into it so let's take a quick little break and get back to papa don't preach
Welcome back to Papa Don't Preach, and we are here to go into our main subject of the evening. I want to talk to you guys about cuisine, not just food and restaurants. I'm talking about what you guys make for your kids at home. I want to find out what's the best thing to cook for kids, because cooking for a 13-year-old and a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old is so different. It is so different, and it's definitely something I'm struggling with, and I want to get your takes on it. Uh, but before we get to what exactly these monsters are eating, Zan, what is one food, like a dish that you would hope to pass on to your daughter? Okay, growing up, my mom is West Indian, and growing up we had a, that was the primary type of food we ate. Um, she made, she would make baked macaroni pie, and what? then make stew chicken with it. So this like, West Indian stewed chicken, then you would just take the gravy from the stewed chicken and pour it on top of the macaroni pie. And it is my favorite thing in the world on top of like her wings, which I have now, I think I've now mastered her wings. And we, oh. did, do, we did do a taste test, okay? A blind taste test. And I did win, all right? <laughs> <laughs> your dad, Wait, your you, dad? Beat, you beat your mom? You beat your mom? I beat my mom on this one one time. Did, it was very gracious. Did your she dad said, taste the wings? It wasn't my dad. He 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 knew better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he knew better not to. Um, and uh, but she just said it doesn't matter. You know, I, you know, I'll always be the winner because I taught you this. So yeah, yeah. But, I'm uh, so yeah. I'm so glad your dad recused himself. <laughs> I'm glad your parents are still together. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been it right there. Yeah. <laughs> she did she did do something afterwards to like make it better um and hasn't told me what she's done yet so i don't know if that'll have happen but uh yeah that's that's those are mine mitch what about you uh my mom's my mom's ribs my mom's mm. baby back Ooh, are pork ribs yeah like, they, they can't be beat and i can't make them so <laughs> like i can't do i can't do what she does it doesn't matter i tried to show you Oh, I've I've seen it all. I just that they just don't come out the same. They, <laughs> they just don't taste the same. Even like they're still good, but it's not like my mom's are just that much better. But yeah, her ribs all day long. So I need her to teach that to Amanda, and then <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Amanda needs to you know do her due diligence and teach that. Her. <laughs> I'll I'll stick with cooking, you know, the steaks and. <laughs> You know, anything on the grill, but yeah, I cannot do my mom's, my mom's ribs. Okay. How about you? I'm thinking mine would either be my pulled pork sliders. I'm pretty badass with the pork rib sliders that I I make. What about what you ate growing up? Like something your mom made that you love that you want to learn how to cook if you don't know it already. Well, that like I make, I make the, that's the, I got this recipe from my mom. Oh, okay. Like I, I yeah, no, it, no, it's fine. I just, you know, I, I like to tell my story, but you can hop in whenever you'd like to chime in. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, no, uh, I, I make these sliders and I think that's the one that I would try to pass down to Bozo. Cause when I was growing up and my mom made them for me, I, she would just like the way that she would do it. She would make these ribs and we just pull off. You just pull off the meat just falls off the bone and you just grab a piece of Hawaiian bread and then you roll it in and eat it like that. It was like a finger food style. So mine's more, mine's a little polished where I get the sweet Hawaiian roll buns and just cut the whole entire loaf in half. 
mm. and then layer everything on there so you could people can make their own like pull it off and make their own sandwiches and i feel like if i were to add my own uh, since i added my twist on it i'm sure that i would love to s- teach the bozo how to make it and see if he comes up with his own uh spin on it but Honestly, getting that dude to eat anything is impossible. <laughs> He's like mac and cheese or bust. That's it. It's like mac and cheese or a peanut butter and jelly. That's it. And it's weird because before I used to make him like all this dope stuff and he would eat it. He would eat anything. And I was like, yes. And then he had mac and cheese one day. And it was like, that was it. That was it. Nothing else. It's nothing else. What, what, do you, what have you been doing when uh, he's been rejecting what you give him? So we're trying what, to figure that out ourselves. So yeah, I mean, the best thing that I have tried to do is starve his ass. <laughs> Just yes, it's a good. <laughs> like you want to go on a hunger strike? I'm going to win this battle. <laughs> like, that is it. Uh, but I, I'm starting to just find out. I'm starting to learn that it's more of presentation and texture. Mm-hmm. That like, so if I just make him a plate of like chicken and rice, he isn't going to eat it. But if I mix that rice with like a little bit of soy sauce and Parmesan cheese and like mix it up with a little bit of butter, kind of make it like a poor man's risotto. And I would take the chicken and like line it up real cute, like on the corner and plate it like Ozo's a snob. He's all about the plating. So if it looks amazing, he's like, Oh, I'm about to dive into this. When I hand him a plate and his eyes get all big and his mouth just like, Ooh, that's when I know I did the right thing. That's when I know I, I, Yesterday, I made black bean noodles with uh, tomato, yellow tomato sauce and garlic with little General Tao's kitchen chicken. I don't know how I say it it like that, (laughs) but he ate it. You know, he ate, he looked the way I plated it. He loved it. I made a happy face with the sauce too. (laughs) There you go. That's what got him. him. I mean, that's the biggest part from you make it fun. Uh, the prep and also, you know, when they're about to eat it. And that, that, that helps a lot. Does uh, your daughter have specifics that she eats? Like is she, or does she eat anything? She luckily has been eating most anything that we make. Like we, we, from the get go, when she was eat, started eating solids, she just ate what we made for us, for That's ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's been starting to change a little bit. Um, where she, you know, at one point she didn't want to eat salmon and then we just kept offering it to her and I'm not trying to force her to eat it, but then all of a sudden she just started eating it again. And then the same thing happened with tomatoes. She loved tomatoes. Then she stopped eating tomatoes. Now she loves them again. We have her with us when we have this little stool that she'll jump on on the island and she'll watch us prep food and she'll help us. Um, so she's, she's a part of the whole process and she, she, I mean, luckily she eats, she loves to eat the food. She does love French toast. We make like these pancakes for her, which are super simple for any parent or just any person. You take an egg and a banana and with a fork and you just mush them together and then throw it on a on the pan and mm. they're amazing and put some cinnamon on it. But I mean, Mexican bowls, everything. She eats everything. And she's, uh, I've been teaching her how to like do food collaborations. I'm like, okay, now take that piece of pasta and put a piece of broccoli on it and then eat that together. <laughs> and food collaborations i thought that was just called eating <laughs> i know but like usually she'll just like take one piece at a time of each thing yeah i got you yeah. <laughs> you know the food collabo uh, but 
it's um yeah that we have been dealing with like when she want like something and then doesn't like something and start, one thing we did notice is that when she hasn't gotten enough energy out she doesn't eat well at night and mm. so we started noticing that once like you know the park started shutting down again and we did a little test today of like really got her tired and she just like destroyed her, her dinner. Now, have you guys experienced that at all? Like if they hadn't got enough energy out during the day that they're f- more fussy when they eat? Well, for me, for me, I, one thing I noticed early on is Ozo and I love to snack. <laughs> and because I am an older person, I know that I, even though if I have some gummy bears, or a mochi, maybe some beef jerky, or you know uh, those little veggie sticks. You know the veggie sticks. Yeah, those are bomb. Those are bomb. If I have any of those, I'm still gonna eat my dinner. But I realize that, you know, don't you'll spoil your dinner. I thought that was just something mom said, but now I see it's a hundred percent real. I see it's a hundred percent real. And if I don't like now that Zan, you made a great point. Now that all the parks are closed and we had to stay in the house, you know, he just wasn't hungry. So I'd like run him around the block a few times, uh, get him on his little his little uh, I forgot I don't even know this wiggle the wiggle cart you know where you have to spin the wheel to get some momentum. It's it's a, it's a terrible toy, but it wears him out. There you go. I remember that toy. Yeah, it's a good it's good, and it's great because I I can fit on it. It can hold my weight, so it's like a solid item. Nice. Yeah, like he's on it and he's just like moving it around, and sometimes I'll strap my weight my way pool and uh he will just be running right behind me and i'll just pull him kind of like away and he's just on the cart hanging on and i just got my bungee cord behind and i'm running and he's just like hanging on for the ride he fell off once so we added the helmet uh, well i say we all buy one and we all race i'm in for it downhill no helmets let's do it downhill no helmets no, 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 we need helmets you're gonna, I was going to say, like, it's not meant for high speeds. Like, you will get a speed wobble and flip no. it. <laughs> okay, so helmet, chonies, elbow pads, knee pads. Let's go, bro. I'm <laughs> into it. I'm into it. I'm winner, into it. Winner gets the worst raspberry they've ever had in their life. <laughs> That's when you know you've won. I had a bad one, man. I was, they called me Two-Face after. Oh, damn. Life. Oh, left side of my face. Harvey Dent dumb. in the building. <laughs> it was real. That's that was fucked up. That's a fucked up nickname, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was applicable. It worked. That is, that is effed up. That is effed hey, up. Hey, Mitch, does Sailor have any like requests that she gives that she gives you guys? Uh no, we it's it's psychological warfare. What we <laughs> uh, uh, you know, depends what she's she likes that day. Uh, she's at any point as she's loved everything, but then one day she just goes, I don't like this. And you're like, mm-hmm. but you always eat macaroni and cheese and now you just hate cheese. Okay. But she'll eat cheese pizza. So it's mm. Ugh, what an annoying does, kid. She does, she does eat her broccoli, but like, I would say like her favorite food would probably just be, you know, pasta. She loves pasta. She'll get down with pasta. She wanted it for breakfast on Saturday morning. So that's what I made her for breakfast. Okay. Uh, a little bit of red sauce. So, so what do you do like when you, you know, when say Amanda's like made a, a dinner and she's slaved away on it and Sailor's like, I don't want to eat that. What's, what's your guys' approach? Uh, you know, we're still, 
working on that because everything we've right. tried has not worked. So uh, <laughs> you know, we we've tried the not gonna you know not gonna make you something else to eat. You're gonna have what we're having, and okay. you know we'll if you don't want to eat it now, fine. When you are hungry, this is what you're getting. That has not that has not worked out once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to do that because she doesn't eat a full dinner i'm like is she gonna wake up earlier in the morning oh, yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> and then fuck my skin my day up. yeah well we just find ourselves making end up making something you know that she wants most likely yeah. it's something easy and simple so it's not it's not it's not like she's like uh but she oh it does always ask for steak <laughs> like nice. what do you want for dinner steak well, <laughs> we can't have steak every night. <laughs> I would, I, w- I would like that as well too, but just no, not gonna happen. And, but yeah, that's that's her in a nutshell. It's Ugh, man, it's it started off okay. She she, but like she still does eat her broccoli. So I, that's I got that. But yeah, that's good. Those are still like half. Uh, he's literally like a quarter peanut butter and jelly. I, he knows where I, I've had to go. I have to resort into relocating them so he doesn't know where they are. Oh, do you get the, <laughs> you get the pre-made ones? Oh yeah, Uncrustables, baby. Oh, do you keep, do you, oh, have you had them frozen? Well, that I keep them frozen. Oh, I keep wait, them frozen. Wait, wait, wait! What frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yeah, they oh. make these things called Uncrustables, and they're these circles. Uh huh. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with a crust cut off. They're just like these sealed circles. And you can get grape, you can get strawberry. There's a peach one, but I, mm. you know what? I'll save this for the end of the pod. I, we have to have a conversation about peach flavored shit. If it ain't a gummy form, it doesn't need to exist. I'm just yeah. gonna go out there. And, like mm. peach yogurt's good. All right, moving on. <laughs> it's all about the, the the grape. The grape. The grape is by far the best one. I'm not a big peanut butter guy. And my kid is a big peanut butter guy. So that's actually something that I've had to wrestle with because before like the smell of peanut butter would make me gag. I was like, not about it. And what? I've gotten, I've gotten to used to, I just hate peanut butter. Oh, I love good. it. Yeah. I, I take a spoonful for us, like a, just a quick snack and that's it. Well, here, like, here's the thing. Cause I know that your diet switches as you grow. Mm-hmm. I want to know if you guys have had this similar experience and what it was, but I know that till this day, my mom will make me fish and she knows I hate cooked fish. I won't eat it. <laughs> I, I was in Nigeria last year and, and no, not last. Uh, yeah. In 20 and 2019, I was in Nigeria and I got there and I was like, well, I haven't seen my mom in years. Uh, Cause I, we had to float to Nigeria. I was like, Hey, I want you, I want to make some, let's make some bomb food. Like I want to feel like I'm back in my little house in Inglewood again. Like let's, let's do this. Like, throw down she's like okay okay and she like fries up some fish and my brother my sister was everybody was down for it and i'm like looking at her she's like since when don't you eat fish i was like 1989 like what do you mean like i've never liked fish doesn't this conversation sound familiar to you she's like well just try it try this is gonna be different it's different i'm like no it's gonna taste like fish i can smell it it smells like fish like i don't eat this why do you keep making me this and i just know next year when i go to nigeria again First thing she's gonna stop, she's gonna be like, Hey, Obi, I fried up some fish, and I'll be like, Oh my god, this one uh, <laughs> this is your, this is just like it's your favorite. You love this. <laughs> but, do you, do you, but Mitch, do you have a uh 
do you have a food that you absolutely hate that your parents made you growing up and you had to eat it? They tried peas. I still like right now, but I think the only real way I can have a pea like is if it's in uh, like some stir fry. That That's about the only way. Uh, my dad, my mom was working late and I, my dad just has never cooked ever. And for dinner that he, what he made me was a bowl of peas and <laughs> <laughs> like took them out of the freezer Filled up a bowl, put it in the microwave, would, would not let me leave the table. Oh. And Man. you know, so I tried and I just threw up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and until this day, that I, I don't fuck with peas. You know, <laughs> you know, if that's what you hand me, I oh god, just the thought of it makes me want to. <laughs> so funny. What about you, Zen? Um, I I used to hate spinach growing up, but the only, and I love it. Now. I put spinach in everything. I'll make pancakes for Isabella, and I'll dice spinach and put it in there. But like growing up, I, and I know exactly where it stems from. There's this Trinidadian dish called baji, which is pretty much sautéed spinach with a bunch of seasoning, and I the look of it looks like. It just doesn't look good at all, right? It's brown and green. I'm just like, I'm not feeling this. And texture-wise, was a no-go. Um, and I have this very dis- clear, clear memory of my mom holding me my arm, and I'm trying to pull away. And she's like, eat the baji. You can eat this, and then you can have chocolate milk. And I were just <laughs> I see this very clearly just trying to get away from her, of like not wanting to eat this at all. And then... <laughs> I don't know what it, when it was. Maybe it was high school, college, earlier. But now I love it. Put it on everything. I was all about Popeye, so I like. I always thought it was going to taste better, and it did not. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of raw spinach. Cooked spinach with like with garlic is great. Raw spinach. The uh, the only way I can have it is if it like Amanda will put it in like a protein shake. Dude, my protein shakes are on point. Nutritionally dense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she sounds thick. <laughs> like, what about so? Like, what do you guys think about the way like the the food industry for kids is like so awful? It is so awful. It's nothing but a pile of sugar and a pile of corn syrup. I, are, do you guys have any homemade healthier snack options for your kids that aren't like? dungaroos or oreos (laughs) we just try to stay from we try to keep keep her away from processed foods as much as possible and that's hard because you know with the kid you know time is limited on things and you can't always prep things but we try yeah we try to stay away from processed foods and you know give her fruit and veggies with hummus luckily she likes hummus and likes vegetables and likes fruit and you know uh what else Oh, like uh, like taro chips, stuff like that. Those veggie sticks that you were saying, Um, but those are processed too. But like not as much as the stuff that you're talking about. And it's it's kind of nuts, man. How how just bad it is. Yeah, and like healthier food is so much more expensive for kids. And it's like it's 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 really expensive. It's really expensive, man. Yeah. I loved Prangles growing up, and not until I saw a clip from John Oliver, 
I didn't realize that Pringles are technically crisp because they don't qualify by FDA standards to be called a chip, a potato yeah. chip. It doesn't what? meet the standards to be called a potato chip. So Pringles are called Pringles crisps. I had no idea. I have no idea. I, so my, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one it's one of those things that I'm like, what the who's looking out for us, man? Who who's looking out for us? Like no one. I, I, I know like it took until like I think I was in college when it started becoming a big thing for kid like for them to make schools like peanut free you know like younger kids to have that it wasn't like the peanut allergy is one of the most common food allergies and yet it took until the like mid-2000s for them to be like all right this is a kindergarten we shouldn't keep peanuts in here because one out of these 50 kids is going to swell up like a peach and stop breathing right <laughs> Like, I feel like sometimes the food industry is not looking out for us. And I know, so one of my snacks, one of my go-to healthy snacks for the Bozo is Hawaiian bread, uh, sliced cucumbers, and cream cheese with a little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah, ain't bad. We do that like a similar toast for Isabella. Throw some avocado on that. That girl will eat avocado all day. Yeah, cool. Sailor will do that too. She loves avocado. It's very fatty. <laughs> good fats. Get all the good fat. Eat the fat. Don't eat the sugar. <laughs> that's what it is that's for the brain mitch how do you gain so much weight oh you know just on eating 100 avocados a day <laughs> <laughs> well, mitch, you to... i'm sorry Zane, what were you gonna say nothing important i was just gonna say i used to hate avocados but now i love them <laughs> i used to all. hate avocados too because there was a big push about oh avocados are good so the first time i had one i'm like this tastes like literal nothing <laughs> like this doesn't taste like anything speaking of allergies you mentioned the peanut allergy have you guys dealt with any of that at all with the uh, kids or yourselves is sailor allergic to anything mitch nope nope i'm uh, not yeah. uh and amanda she's allergic to something it's a good thing give, to give know actually, yeah. actually, it's not Give me a second. No, I know. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, we'll get. We'll get back to you, Mitch, when it comes to you. Sure. Any food allergies? The more I think about it, the the, the more I'm losing it. I'm losing it. <laughs> Come back. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't have any. Tanya has a a gluten and a brewer's yeast allergy. <laughs> It's a yeast allergy. She gets, I know, you're like, oh, so LA. She's not even from LA. She's not even from LA. Um, You guys live in LA and she has a gluten allergy. No, it's, um, (laughs) she gets rashes when she has anything that has bruise yeast or baking yeast or gluten in it, which yeast (laughs) is gluten the same. And we've noticed on Isabella is that she'll start to get little rashes also. Um, We haven't done any of the allergy tests because they're really expensive, Mm -hmm. but we've noticed when you know we don't give her gluten uh in like she doesn't get the rashes at all okay. it's funny like tanya like will uh you have a gluten-free baby <laughs> yeah, no we do i mean we give her we give her some stuff like light but um you know just keep the rashes away do you have like but, a uh, breakfast scarf a breakfast scarf yeah no Did man they got it it's 2020 and we live in la <laughs> oh god no, no. <laughs> I thought that was a type of like food you're saying. Oh, no. uh, Do you listen oh, to no. Foster and the People before every meal? 
right, sorry. I like Pucci. Pump uh, up kicks. <laughs> run, 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 run. <laughs> depressing song. Yeah. And it's like people just like jump and dance to it. Yeah, it's interesting because Tanya's from Austria, and when we've gone, like, visited Europe, she'll just get down. Like, the only re- reaction from bread she has in Europe is happiness mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't have, she, she doesn't get any reactions because it's all processed differently. It's, there's much less processing that goes into it. And I know that the, the, the um, guidelines between the EU and America are, are similar, but there's some key things that they don't, that they don't allow uh, as ingredients in, in, in Europe. And then the FDA here just, you know, says, have a go, (laughs) eat your crisps. Um, And is there any marijuana in it? Nope. It's legal. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I think, you know, you're starting to see changes here, but the thing is like, it's the barrier of entry is it's expensive and, you know, it shouldn't be expensive to eat healthy. And I think if you're going the whole organic push that there is, and I think for some items it's good, but I think the majority of it is just try to eat healthy, whether it's organic or not. Try to eat, you know, whole foods, uh, not the brand, not the company, but like, I'll go, Hey man, whole foods, you gotta be on that Jaguar in the parking lot, in the parking spot money. (laughs) Right. No, they, um, yeah, just like, you know, try to eat healthy, real foods, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not easy. That's the thing. Like, especially if you got a hustle, you got kids, something it's just so tempting to get something quick yeah uh it's when i and especially when you make your kid food and they're just like "Ugh, get away from this they're like want to speak to the manager when you hand them a plate and i'm like waved <laughs> <laughs> over this and you don't even want to taste it i was just like no i'm like what the i just spent 30 minutes making this you piece of <laughs> I started acting. we started going like oh it's so good oh i can't wait the, uh, yeah we, we turn on the acting a lot oh his mom actually sent there's a song that gets him to eat it's like the yum yum tummy song and oh, yeah. i it's yeah it's crazy he hears that song he's just like where's my food <laughs> like <laughs> love being dog yeah <laughs> just training him yeah i guess so click just, click, just turn it off right, i don't know how you guys feel about this but i think that having a dog before you have a kid with like is a great intro to having a kid in the sense of like you need to take care of this thing to keep it alive especially if you have a partner you know it's not the same obviously because a grow dog a puppy grows into a dog and a baby has to grow up into a functioning adult you know <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I, was, I was wondering where you were going with that but go ahead <laughs> no but just like the idea of like you have this creature that you have to take care of you have to you know work with your partner in raising and be on the same page. I think it is, you know, it's a good, uh, what's the word? Little intro to a kid, I guess. I agree with you, but I do have a problem if somebody, like, if I was like, oh, you know, my kid did this. Like, oh, yeah, my dog got out yesterday and it was just the worst. I'm like, yeah, but that's a dog, bro. <laughs> you don't need to match my, st- I'm just telling you something that happened with mine. You don't have to, like, match it with your dog story. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, Ozo had a little fever last night. I just I didn't get a lot of sleep. Oh, man, last week, uh, you know, Whiskers got the uh, pink eye. Whiskers had pink eye. I didn't know what I was going to do. I'll be like, uh, shut the fuck up. I know Whiskers. Uh, it's pink eye. <laughs> uh, but, yo, guys, uh, one I have one last thing because I want to know if this is something you guys do. Uh, 
do you guys have like a set dinner time? Like do you guys sit down as a family and have dinner like in, a, in an area? I know that I don't have a dinner table. Like I don't have a dining room. <laughs> so that's something that is a little different in my, fa- in my current family with the Bozo. But like, do you guys have dinner time? Yeah. I mean, I'll jump. Yeah, we we do. I mean, it's like she goes to bed at seven thirty, so we have like you know the whole routine. And with COVID, it's been easier to you know make sure we do hit that and get that time together. Um, ideally, you know, everyone can do it. But yeah, it's it's we do it. It's great. We do our convincing when she doesn't want to eat. Last night, I got away with you know making funny faces in between each bite to make her eat her food. I don't think that'll that would work at Sailor's age. She'd probably say <laughs> she probably wouldn't be down. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're weird, Dad. You're weird. Yeah, you're weird, Dad. I'm still not going to eat this. <laughs> but it's nice. We did it for the most part growing up, but it's definitely something I want to you know keep doing. What about you, Mitch? Uh, we definitely do it. Didn't do it growing up. It was you know we all pretty much ate in the living room, and so I guess it was like sort of, but just not at a table growing up uh most likely watching uh the dodgers speaking of dodgers world series champs uh, <laughs> uh so but with sailor yeah we eat around between like 5 five thirty ish almost every single day uh i would say as of late we've sort of stepped away from always being at the table just because mm-hmm. every day's been like so mundane and just the same and um but so yeah we'll either all sit at the table or we'll come over to the couch and you know, that's that's what it's been as of late. So, yeah. How about you, Obi? Even though uh, you have no. Diet yeah, diet. I don't. I just don't have. Like, if I was back at home, you know, I'm still quarantined up in here in the Bay. But if I was back in LA, Ozo has like a little table, and I've eaten at his little table with him because he went from high chair to standing at this table, and then, bam, twenty twenty is gone, <laughs> and he was in Minnesota. <laughs> But I know like his mom's family, they have dinner time at the dinner table. You know, that's like Midwestern family dinner time, dinner table, plates are all set, you know, uh, silverware's all laid out. So they set the table and all that. And when I was growing up, we always had this really beautiful dining table, but we never ate at it. <laughs> you know, that's we true. never true. ate it. Yeah, it was like, that was... Yeah. We had this dining room and it was beautiful. Like my mom didn't even let us step in that room growing up. She was just like, she'll see a footprint, be like, "Who was in the dining room? Who was using?" <laughs> I always got a snitch on my little sister. Uh, but yeah, I never. We never ate there. We ate in the kitchen. Uh, we had this bar kitchen that we would just sit there and you know we'd watch TV. And only time we had in the living room is when my mom would get off work early on Fridays and we'd watch TGIF to like. A big ass Domino's pizza or Pizza Hut pizza stuff crust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember. I remember the pizza that we were all obsessed with. I don't know if you guys remember this. I might be dating myself, but Domino's had a pizza back back in the day called the Bigfoot pizza, and it was Mm -hmm. cut into squares, sixty four (laughs) slices. You know, that was that was the pizza my mom got. We would all take down the Bigfoot pizza. Isabella likes pizza as much as I do now. I'm very happy about it. Oh, yeah. Ozo loves pizza. Everybody loves pizza. I mean, I don't think I could be friends with someone that they don't. We got to find somebody who doesn't like pizza and shame them. I'm, I'm very, I'm all, I'm all that, can, that can't exist. Yeah. <laughs> it can't exist. 
it's just not. Can we shame them if they only like cheese? Well, pizza. I love I love a good cheese pizza. I'm telling I, you, I like I do too. But go like Brooklyn side corner pizza, giant cheesy ass Ninja Turtle slice. Nothing like none of that special shit. Like for all it's worth, San Francisco is a beautiful place, but San Francisco single handedly ruined pizza. Really? Just by what they did to it? Yeah, San Francisco sucks. They put like broccoli on pizza. Ew. That's okay. No, it's not, Zan. It is okay. It's not okay, no, it's Zan. Not. No, it's not. Broccoli on pizza is delicious. Put broccoli make on your damn cauliflower crusted pizza and shove yeah. it. <laughs> you get a lot of gas, but it's delicious. <laughs> oh, well, guys, I'm I'm glad. I still I, there's so much to go into more about this subject, but we're running out of time here. Uh, one last thing I wanted to ask uh, before we move on is Zan. I know that we bring it up all the time here, so it'd be a disservice not to bring it up now. Hey, mm. you have a garden. Like you grow a lot of your food. Why? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> not a, not a lot of my food actually. <laughs> I want you guys to see this like imaginary crown that just um, appeared on Zan's head. <laughs> Such pride and. Uh, being, he's waited. He's waited a whole season to talk about this. It's, but, it's Jesus. <laughs> do you is it? Do you find uh, benefit in growing your own food? I I do. I mean i I don't have a setup that would nearly um, be sustainable for you know for us to get all of our food from by any means. That is a goal. I've wanted to do it for the longest time. Unfortunately, you know, I've been able to do it some. I don't have any of the fall or winter vegetables going um we got sick with covid so that kind of just took a back back uh yeah i got what you're saying yeah it took a back seat back seat seat. there it is back step back door no back seat (laughs) Uh, um but i think it's great is it's been awesome to get in the dirt with isabella it's um i think it's important i i think it's norway that has been pushing urban gardens and, and their homes in the backyards and, you know, unfortunately, not everyone has the opportunity to have it. I know that there are com- uh, community gardens that have been popping up during this time and are, you know, pop- have been popping up for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's, it's really rewarding. Like parenting, it takes patience. Um, and I, you know, I, I can't wait to keep doing it. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's another one of those tactile things that I think is, is very beneficial. Yeah. If I hear you say tactile again on this podcast, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm going to throw them in every, every, every podcast from here on out. Yeah, the only problem I have with like the, the urban uh, gardens or the ones that were by us or that people could still just use chemicals. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to grow my own vegetables, you know, I'm going to do it to the fully organic. And, yeah. uh, and so that stopped Amanda and I from doing it there, but she, uh we had like a few like strawberry uh plants uh we had a lemon tree a lime tree um she has a we have a little tomato plant as well even though the the tomatoes are about the size of a marble every single time (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) i mean there is a there is a lot of benefits to growing your own food i know i always give zan shit but that's just because he's a dirty hippie and (laughs) i'm not even a hippie i'm just dirty a little bit you're hippie-esque hippie-esque i'll take yeah you're hippie adjacent right (laughs) that meant for you goddamn hippies Uh, it's just good. I mean, going back to what you said about the process, like how food is made here and the FDA, it's uh, it's 
it's all part of it, you know. Like forty one percent of our land is used to feed live livestock. That's an insane amount. Forty one percent of our land, whether it's grazing or livestock feed crops, goes to growing food for for animals we eat. That's horseshit. Um, it's you know we don't eat horse anymore, you know, unless you go to IKEA. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, every little bit I think does help, and and the more we. I think we're going to need to transition to it more. I mean, we, we are going to need to eat less meat as a society. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that's going to happen in the future. And like, it's just really, you know, I, it's I, hard. it's really hard because like steak, pork belly, mm-hmm. fried chicken, like it's, they're so good. Brisket, tri-tip. Mm-hmm. God damn. You guys want to go out on a cow together? I'm down. So, uh, you can do that. Like, and that's something, you know, like a humane farm where a bunch of like a few families go in on a cow and, you know, we all share the meat. I'm trying to get a garage freezer that I can keep outside because I want to get, I've been thinking about just like going to a butcher and you can buy like big portions and they slice it up for you. So you can have like a few steaks and a few uh, shoulders and like, but if you want to go on a cow, I'm down. I'm down. I mean, I want to actually, I've been wanting to hunt for the longest time to, to go. Yeah. I'd be down to go boar hunting. Like, are you going to end up, are you going to end up hunting with your kids and eating these animals? I would would. only do it to, to eat. Like I, I personally think hunting for sport is such a ego, like bullshit thing, but like hunting to, to, for food is, you know, we've, done it for generations and there's such a distance between where we get our food today Mm -hmm. and you know if i'm in a situation where like i can't you know put down this animal that would really make me think twice about being able to eat it you know yeah um but it's yeah i I would definitely go and hunt with her it's uh i really would want to get good enough to where i could bow hunt um and it's i mean my cousin does he hunts, he fishes, he has his garden set up. It's he's like almost a hundred percent self-sustainable on his food. And it's so amazing. Um, that's pretty rad. It is. It's, it's so rad. It really is. Really rad. I wouldn't um, be, I wouldn't be down to hunt unless, you know, there was some program where you can like, I want to hunt a human, like a pedo or a convicted rapist. Oh, <laughs> dude, like, like what's that movie? What's like, <laughs> isn't it with ice tea? <laughs> no, it's SVU. no, 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 I was going uh, to say with that, like, I'd be down to go in on a cow, but we're not going to kill the cow that we become friends with. We'll kill the other people's cows. I'm not going to kill my buddy. I'll kill theirs. So my yeah. cow lives. I'll go in on that cow, but that's my boy. He tells me which one of the other cows to kill. And we're good. It gives you, like, the little head nod over. Yeah. Yo, yo Cody, what about this dude? Yeah, that one's going to be delicious. I'll be get that motherfucker. That's Terrence. I don't even like Terrence. <laughs> Um, all right. Oh, surviving the game. Uh, surviving the game. Of course, you've seen that movie. Of course, you've seen that movie. <laughs> oh, big old buck, two gear music. 
Um, all right, you guys, let's move on uh, to our next segment. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. But you guys, this is Papa Don't Preach, and we'll be back with Papa's Pulpit. back from the break here at Papa Don't Preach and you guys have done it yet again. You have crossed the valley and climbed the mountaintop to this segment that we call Papa's Pulpit. You guys have made it. This is a segment where we go off and rant about things that are irking us, rubbing us the wrong way, or getting on our goddamn nerves. Or maybe it's just something we think we need to talk about. We are the three angry boys to the 12 angry men. Starting off this week, Zan, uh, I'm going to pass the pulpit to you. What's on your mind? What's irking you? Okay, I was trying to find something that's lighthearted that annoys me. Um, but earlier today, I saw a news article about um, the Secretary of State in Michigan who had armed protesters outside of their home uh, uh, regarding, you know, I think vote counting, election stuff. And it just, I've always had an issue with how America, you know, has this gun fetish and I, I understand shooting guns. I'm a gun owner. I, it's, I, I get it. It's fun. But like when it comes down to it, these things are meant to kill people. And there are plenty of places around the world that allow you to own guns, but they make you do it in a responsible way. And it's gotten out of hand here in America for a long time. And it's, it's just crazy. We have a gun fetish. And when you have people going and put in like the the blue slide with the gold mag and it's like, <laughs> and I, I don't believe in the research has shown that, you know, violent video games don't, you know, make violent people, but I do think, or don't cause like um, violence, but I do think it does desensitize us. And when we have a society where we're constantly pushing gore and like the walking dead, which I watch, but like, it's no issue watching some fucking someone's brains get bashed in but you can't show a boob on a commercial when they're in the shower <laughs> it's like it's it's just kind of it's it's you know we push the gore we hold back on our sexuality and whatnot but it's uh it's getting worse i mean you shouldn't need to be able to bring a gun to a you know a peaceful protest like what is this it's just it's a threatening move um and again i i enjoy shooting i get it but it's angering and it's unnerving to how it's continued to progress here. And I know the majority of gun owners, you know, want responsible gun laws and things definitely do need to change. I hope they do. There've been lots of instances that have been perfect for it to change, but the gun lobby and the GOP and have, uh, you know, help keep that from happening. I'm not going to go into too much. It's disgusting. We fetishize it. We need to stop it. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully we will, you know, but saying that, do you guys want to go shooting sometime in the desert? I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Okay. Uh, we'll go do it responsibly. We'll go in the, you know, and uh, we'll make sure we pick up all of our casings. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm in. Sign me up. 
You know, like one thing I do have to comment on is, you know, China, Japan is a close third, but you know, America isn't number one when it comes to video games. China is. And I like people all over the world play the same video games. We just it's in our constitution that people have the right to bear arms. They forget the rest of the, what it says to be in a railroad right. made of militia. But yeah, it's, I, I don't, I don't think violent ga- video games uh, makes violent people. Like I've played violent video games my entire life. I never thought of like walking up to a hooker, shooting her and taking her money and running into a, the street to steal somebody's motorcycle and jumping it off a bridge. I've never had the urge to do that. I grew up with right. Nukem, Goldeneye. I, uh, oh, so. dude, yeah. oh, I had a Goldeneye was so good. slap fight. <laughs> no odd jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he's so little. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing, Zan. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to slide the pulpit from you over to me. Uh, I have something I want to get off my chest. I want to talk about one of the worst people on the planet that currently lives in the white house, somebody that has been just getting away with murder. And I'm not talking about that gargoyle, Stephen Miller or that orange piece of garbage, Donald Trump. I'm talking about that Slovenian model that stumbled her way into stardom. The one who just got banged for a living. That is now our first lady when I can Google her tits right now. I'm talking about Melania Trump. I'm not shaming her for what she's done in her past or anything, but I'm just shaming her for the person she is. Do you guys know that every white house first lady has had an initiative that they went after what's hers be best that is hers it's a campaign against internet bullying cyberbullying. donald trump's wife is taking up an initiative to combat cyberbullying. i don't even know if she's ever done anything i think she just filled out the form like when she was moving into the white house michelle obama's like you got to fill this out and she's like initiative mm, i don't know be best uh, you know that, that, <laughs> that was it you know this Last year, she was like trying to, she's literally the exact definition of a housewife that's always trying to start, you know, her own project, but has no actual talent with anything. She tried like this murder Christmas theme last year, you know, with all the red trees where it looked like something out of Sleepy Hollow. And I know in her head, she's like, this is going to be so, this is so, this is going to be so posh. This is going to be amazing. It's going to be like the blue steel of Christmas trees in the White House. It was awful. I mean, like, bro, it's so easy. You put some ornaments on trees. What the fuck are you doing? And then this, you guys, I don't know if you guys remember because the the cycle of news moves so fast, but remember this fucking idiotic bitch, (laughs) two terrible people. Uh, one of Melania's so-called friends who wrote a book about her recorded her talking shit about Christmas. Like, yeah. who, the fuck, who, fuck, who the fuck cares about Christmas? Like, she's just going in on Christmas. And people are still at this dude's rally. Like, yeah, he brought back Christmas. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Are you going to tell me that you're not thankful for Melania and Donald? To, you know, we can, we can say Merry Christmas now. Yeah, I'm very, very, very thankful for them. I'm glad they passed that law, Thank as you, you. mentioned. Yeah. I'm glad Thank they passed that law, the Christmas law of, two, of 2020. And then... Merry Christmas. One of the most, like, besides her, like, constant tone-deaf attitude, going to uh, going to the border with a jacket that says, do you really care? You know, uh, I don't really care. Do you? Uh, just the fact that she plagiarized Michelle Obama's speech, like, Oh my god i don't know like the th- things move so fast so they don't get it and like that shows you how we don't nobody respects her at all but she keeps constantly tripping over herself to make herself seem like a fucking jackass and what did she just released 
she just released that the uh White House tennis court, which Obama had like converted to an outdoor basketball court, because like I don't I don't play tennis, I play basketball. They spent like two hundred and fifty k amid. Uh, they spent like sorry, not two hundred and fifty k. They spent like you know five hundred k converting into a tennis pavilion. I'm t- <laughs> like shops are fucking closed. I gotta stay at my fucking house. People can't see their families. We've had one one single stimulus check while countries all over the world are doing what they can to prop up their economy. Fucking Bezos and Elon Musk, all these fucking billionaires and these congressmen are trading that like they have information we don't have. So they're making all this money. And this bitch, this bitch is going to bring a new screw to the White House and say, look at these tennis court I built. <laughs> I, I, I invested a lot of time to make it. I'm like, bitch, you're going to be in the White House for like, what, 30 more days? What the fuck out of here? Two more months? The fuck you doing with the pavi- Ah, it's aggravating. Anyway, I was just wait. She not, just built this. This just this just happened. This just happened. The story came out yesterday. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know she. Oh wow. I mean, that just makes it that much worse that you spent that much money and you're about to be gone. Like, what's the point? What is? What is the point? What is the point? A waste. Waste of money. She's waste a waste of, of life, bro. She's a waste of life. And like, I'm not. I remember when people were first like save Melania, blah blah blah. Like that—that that was like the big hashtag when she, the when this uh, like you know she's trapped. It's we have to feel bad for Melania. Like she has that she didn't think that Donald was gonna win. All this like no, she's just a big of piece of shit. She was hanging out with Epstein too, man. She's garbage people. She's a hundred percent garbage people. And I don't think that we should be giving her the benefit of the doubt. I think it's kind of a form of sexism if we don't treat her like the true piece of shit she deserves to be treated i think that we need to all gather around and be a you know get that feminist bone like equality she's a dirty rat bastard we've got to start calling her that she can't get away because she's a mother and a wife and the first lady she has no dignity whatsoever she's fucking garbage people fuck melania trump you're terrible you're awful i i i fucking think you're the worst thing and a waste of life and that's my pulpit all right, Mitch, I'm going to take the pulpit and slide it on your way. Tell well, me what's on your mind. Well, now what's on my mind is I do have a problem with garbage men who leave trash on the goddamn ground. <laughs> I, got, I got that problem. You better, pay, you better yeah. pick that shit up. That's what you're here for. Like, it, 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 just don't leave it in the street. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it and I'm angry. <laughs> like, you know, you, you spill someone's trash and get your put that bitch in park. Put it back in the in the trash bin again. Use your claws. Pick <laughs> the thing back up. Dump it again. You get a redo. That's what's so great about a vehicle. You can put it in park and stop and get out. But uh, yeah, no, my pulpit uh, <laughs> is you know the fact that you know companies now. I mean, it's been happening for a long time, especially like with the, like the light bulb. You know, the first light bulb. Uh, was like made out of platinum, but obviously too expensive, but you know, it never broke and companies are, you know, given, um, uh, like a, a law to where in which they don't have to produce the best product. And if you look at like, like the light bulb, you have the centennial light that has been burning since 1901 and at a, a fire station, you know, we have the technology to help our people, but the fact that we can, you know, 
when they put out a brand new iPhone, like they already had that technology, that technology was already available. You could have already done this and, you know, there could actually be, you know, a, a bigger reveal for an actual product when we, but it's, that shit just bugs me that companies are allowed to do that and just take, take our money. Yeah. For shit we need. Like that's the problem. <laughs> it's Fucking not garbage. Mm-hmm. Planned obsolescence should be illegal. Like some, some, some little piece of garbage that Apple can't be like, all right, the 12's coming out. And then all of a sudden my phone starts loading slowly. And right. My, my camera starts looking like it's a camcorder from 1991. <laughs> it's just the update to make that happen. Yeah. It's terrible. It's crazy that, they, that you could be allowed to do that because you're going to drop something else and now you can fuck my shit up. I'm like what? <laughs> what? Just fine. <laughs> Now it doesn't charge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another thing I don't get is like, I'm at the airport. I lost my airport. Uh, like I forgot my charger at home. So I go and I have to buy a $25, $30 charger at the airport. And I plug it in the wall. My iPhone goes, this accessory cannot be used with this device. I'm like, what device is it for? This plug is literally for one item on the planet. What the fuck are you selling? Like, do I got to jailbreak my phone to get this thing to work? It's fucking terrible. Yeah, because like I've had one tour like with my iPhone tour, I put in, I bought one from like a gas station, and then my Apple one would no longer charge my phone. So the one that I had in my car was the only cord that worked. It like <laughs> Apple was like, uh, uh-uh, you just gave me a disease. All right, bye. <laughs> then don't come back. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for sharing, Mitch. I really appreciate it. Uh, big. Sh- uh, I wanted to give a big shout out to. Aaron Mostow, DNA, they uh, do our music. Big shout out to Blaine Pierre, our producer behind the scenes. You guys can't see him, but I can, and he is a beautiful bastard. And ladies, he's single. Big shout out to Casto. Big shout out to Spotify. Big shout out to everybody at their home right now, staying sheltered in place. We have a really grim winter ahead of us. I just want to let you guys know that I'm going to continue to bother people and bother my congressman and make phone calls on behalf of the Californians, but half of the Americans. I don't care what side you're on. What's happening is fucking criminal and we're going to fight. I'm with everybody. So please stay, 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 stay safe. And this is Papa Don't Preach. We'll be back next week. All right, Mitch, you can go to bed now, you big fucking baby. I'm out like Giuliani. <laughs> wow. That was good. That was real good. <laughs>